Welcome back to the Anti-Politics Podcast, the DYFW Drink Your Fucking Water Podcast with Rob Reynoso. That's me, Alan Lemp, and Rachel Nelson. Y'all, how are you today? I am fucking tired. Uh, How about you, Rachel? So I've been driving for four days off and on now, traveling for two weeks. I don't know what time zone I'm in, and I'm a little tired too. Should be fun. Oh yeah, driving's always a fucking trip. I uh I hate driving. Uh, I I did a few cross country trips in my life, and uh, I don't think I'm ever gonna do that again uh, in a car unless I absolutely fucking have to or I'm moving. <laughs> I love it. I love a good car ride. Like I we drove from Washington to um, North Platte, Nebraska, and my husband said I look the happiest I have in a long time. I love to drive. I just four days I'm done. I'm I'm ready. And I've been home all Friday. I go back and I've been gone for two weeks. So it's a long time. Yeah. See, I, I love driving. It's that's it's that's not the part that I have a problem with, you know, and I even love cleaning the car. I, you know, I don't really do this so much anymore as a hobby, but I like to detail in my in my own time. Uh, but, you know, it's it's I don't know. It's the vacation is the good part. But like driving there is boring. It becomes a chore for me when I have to like drive somewhere for vacation like that. Like I'm going on vacation to relax and driving for eight hours just <laughs> just takes a lot out of me. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. Yeah, we did 13 the first day and then eight the second and the same back. So it was that first day was a pretty big blur, but we did it. We're done. I get to fly back and be done for until March. I don't have to travel for a while. So I'm excited. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I have done a plenty of cross country driving episodes. Uh, I did Arizona to Columbus straight through one time. So, um, driving's <laughs> fun. I love driving my car. I love fun turbo noises. Love having a, uh, you know, fun and back roads. But doing uh, thirty six hours straight. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, that shit's crazy. Uh, you know what else is fucking crazy? Um, actually, you know, it's 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 really not that crazy. We've seen a lot of crazy shit, heard a lot of crazy shit the past few years. And those of us who have been paying attention for the last several decades have already noticed uh, the crazy pouring out of politicians and hopeful politicians' mouth. Um, <laughs> one person in particular seems to have forgotten their entire uh, education uh, when it comes to uh, speaking on the basis of, of anonymity and how that is actually something that is really, really part of our roots in America. Uh, I'm going to play a little clip for you. Mm-hmm. The first thing we have to do, social media accounts, 
social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden, people have to stand by what they say, and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese. Okay, I'm going to stop it right there. Um, if if y'all haven't recognized the voice already, it's uh, that's Nikki Haley. <laughs> uh, I have a friend named Publius who has three personalities who would like to have a word with you, ma'am. <laughs> The Federalist Papers were an anonymous publication. Um, You cannot compel people to reveal their identities, Nikki. It's unconstitutional. (laughs) It really is. And anonymous speech is protected by the First Amendment. Common sense. Sure as fuck is. Thomas Paine's common sense was anonymous at first. I mean, come on. (laughs) Anyways, people were absolutely tearing her up all over social media today, and rightly so. As as they should. I mean, it's it's just fucking tyrant talk. Tyrants going tyrant. They're saying, oh, we need regulation on this. We have to know the algorithms of private companies. We have to know exactly who you are and how you're acting and everything else when you're on mine and everything it's just that's the regulation they're trying to get to they they want to control every aspect of our life and she is just the current mouthpiece that is saying the quiet thing out loud that we all knew it's just we knew it was coming uh, when you get in election cycles like this this kind of bullshit always comes they're always trying to just take more of our rights away and impede more in our life any way they can and say fuck you you don't have the right to live the Constitution doesn't fucking matter. Fuck your rights. You're going to do what we want. You're going to own nothing. You're going to be happy and you're going to eat the bugs. Right. Everybody's tracked and watched already. And so by doing this, they're just basically making those connections. And a lot of times back to the beginning of our country, anonymous postings, anonymous writings, anonymous talks and speeches are what formed made it to where we are today. Without that, we are taking away a fundamental part of our lives. Absolutely. Well, and let's let's be honest too. With the Patriot Act, they already know exactly who the fuck we are. That's why we're on lists. They can look up exactly who we are uh, on any account. They have the technology to do that, and it's not a national security risk. This is a national security Karen risk. She doesn't <laughs> want Karens to be offended, and she is really mad that people can take up a fake name on social media. And call her and other Karens out on their bullshit and doesn't know exactly who she can put a flaming pile of dog poop on their doorstep for it. Shame on y'all. And, you know, it really is just like spitting in the face of uh, the founders and everybody who helped the founders. I mean, let's talk about let's talk about common sense for a little bit. Uh, Common sense. As we know, it was written by Tom and Payne, Thomas Paine and was published in 1776. It played a significant role in inspiring and mobilizing public sentiment towards independence. Mm. Uh, and he released it anonymously at first. It made a huge, huge impact on convincing people to break away 
from British rule and formed their own government because he wrote it in simple terms that were straightforward, persuasive, and easy for people to understand complex political ideas. And, you know, because he wrote it anonymously, it allowed his ideas to be presented without being received with bias towards his arguments, right? People mm-hmm. looked at it, you know, without, oh, that fucking Thomas Paine guy, I'm not even going to read the first word of this, you know? And that that's kind of why, um, you know, like I, I've seen a lot of people go at people for, you know, you're not standing by your, your word. You're using an anime profile picture with a fake fucking username on Twitter. Now call Dex. <laughs> And you know what? Yeah. Who cares, dude? Like if like if like what if their profile picture was like, you know, the uh, I got my COVID-19 vaccine, you know, but that that's all you see with a picture of their face and them wearing a mask. But what you didn't see was that they were against all government mandates. And that did happen, by the way. There were a lot of people like that who who chose to participate voluntarily, you know, even though there was a system of involuntarily involuntariness going on but uh, i digress you mean the biggest propaganda machine that the world's ever seen yes absolutely yeah uh well wait till these fucking people hear about artists like hip-hop artists um i'm pretty sure the baby's name is legally not the baby um or little wayne or Actually, 95 to 99 percent of fucking Hollywood actors don't go by their real fucking name to begin with either. Jamie Foxx created his name because he went to an audition and he started noticing they were only calling girls for certain things. So he literally put an application in with six names that were like female sounding but could be unisex. And that's how he got his big breakthrough. Yeah, I mean, don't you know, now they have all that money, so it doesn't matter. They can go by whoever they want. They can change it how much they want. They don't care what they're doing. They want to know what we're doing. They want to know why we could uprise. Well, they can't go by whoever they want anymore because Epstein Island shut down. So, well, yeah, that's true. (laughs) You know, they have a whole new system they have to figure out because they fucked that one up. Well, I I think this is more of a Karen going to Karen situation. And what they tend to do for election cycles is they throw out this extravagant, like bullshit tyrant situation like this, where it's way overstepping and they have people focus on that. So that way, when whoever wins has a little small step or two towards our rights, peeling those away, it doesn't seem as bad because you're focused on the big fucking bullshit that could have happened. And this is a pretty just basic playbook. They only have about four or five plays. Like if they were a football team, they would fucking lose to every fucking team in this country because they only have four or five plays. They really do. But they trick the masses every single fucking time with this because they repeat it. They repeat it. They repeat it. They say, hey, here's a better solution that isn't quite as bad. This turd's only a small turd, not a big old fat turd over here. You guys should take this small turd that's shiny and painted in gold. And that's what happens. Every, um, as it stands today, it's hard to find a politician who is on the cam- who is on the campaign trail with a campaign slogan. You know, this is not literal, obviously. Um, 
with a campaign slogan that says, I'm Joe Blow running for president. If you don't have, find, or accept one of my pre-listed reasons to dislike or hate the other candidate and their zealots, then I won't win. And, uh, and your life will be miserable without me. That's, that's how it is. They create, you know, they, that's how they have to sell themselves as it stands right mm-hmm. now, because of the way that our shit's so fucked up. They have to use that fear of losing something or, you know, the other guy's going to make you miserable. <laughs> and they play back and forth like that. When, where there is one extreme, there is an equal and opposite political extreme. Where there is one extreme yeah. ideology, there is an equal and opposite extreme ideology on the opposite end of the spectrum. That That is when it becomes a two-way street, right? And you don't want that because it distracts everybody from recognizing the fact that the uh, it is actually not a two-way street. It's a four-way intersection with the possibility of authoritarianism and libertarianism. Yeah, uh, I'm waiting for the day that somebody runs on the campaign uh, up with their slogan being "Hose Mad." Um, Hose Mad. Hose Mad. Like, hey guys, I'm running for. I'm Alan Lemp. I'm running for 2024 president, Tennessee because Hose Mad. And then defining the Hose Mad part is the best part because that's getting at the tyrants. That's getting all that bullshit. Ho can be anybody, right? Um, obviously Joe Biden's a hoe, Donald Trump's a hoe. Uh, there's a lot of hoes up in this government and they're mad and we need to get them mad. Really <laughs> we need to get them mad, make hoes mad again. That's what we need. Uh, that's the campaign. And all the hoes are the bitch ass politicians. Yeah, I like it. I like that's, it. that's what I'm running on. <laughs> Gotta fucking shake it up. Rachel, what would your slogan be? My slogan. Um, oh man, I don't know. That's a hard one. I feel like at this point we just have to be like, it has to, you can't say just fuck the Karens, even though that's exactly where you want to go. I mean, at this point, you have to try to also appease the masses, but at the same time, I think the masses are ready to rise up. So fuck the Karens is what I got right now. But Rachel sure Nelson that. for president. No fucks given. Freedom. <laughs> fuck yeah. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Rachel Nelson, kid up, bitch. <laughs> I like it. There you go. That's training every day. Drink your motherfucking water. There it is. There's the campaign. I've got to throw that in there. Hit the fuck up. Drink your water. Vote Rachel. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm in. I, I love it. it. I'm ready. I dig it. Oh, these fucking politicians, dude. They're. Their fucking clown circus is to no end. I it just it gets ridiculous more and more every year. I don't fucking understand it. Like I, I've watched that video that Rob posted the audio clip of several times, and she is so fucking adamant about it. And she's like, "This is what we need to do." Bah, 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 bah. It's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what if I knew all your fucking secrets? What if I knew you you were doing behind behind closed doors? Saying, oh, I got anonymity for this or whatever else. You want people to know that? Is that national security threat? When we have politicians behind closed doors 
colluding with, you know, countries like, you know, I don't want to say exactly who, but overseas in two different fucking areas. Uh, One of them's committing fucking war crimes right now, left and fucking right. But yeah, let's worry about my fucking social media account if it's exactly what my fucking name is on my license. Oh, that fucking shit's so fucking dumb. I cannot stand that shit. Anonymous users of social media are a threat to our democracy. What the hell, bro? And if you remember, Facebook just came out like a year, year and a half ago saying, hey, we're now going to let people have up to five accounts because we want more active users because they're bleeding people and they want anonymous users on it. Listen, this is keep activity up. These are the effects of not teaching children critical thinking skills, valuable critical. And I'm not I'm not talking like, you know, um, critical thinking through a, a science experiment. Well, I, I guess I sort of am, but I'm not talking about critical thinking as in like, uh, find the solution to this problem. And uh, hopefully it's, it's as I say, and not as the world may reveal to you, you know, like kind of like forcing shit down their throats. Not book smarts, logical foot on the ground smarts. The things logical you learn on the ground through- smarts. Yes. Yeah, things you learn from doing and acting and going out and yes. falling down and tripping into a hole or whatever yes. may happen to you that yes. day. Yes, common sense, because like back in the day, like if I was OK, so like if this shit was around in the fucking 80s and 90s, I can almost certainly fucking guarantee you that more people would see some fucking bullshit on the Internet and say, hey, on a second. That sounds like some fucking bullshit. I better check on that. You know, now most people have the attention span, the attention span of a squirrel can't hold themselves to a video longer than a minute. And that's not our fault, right? That's, you know, that's, that's the way that we're being, well, that's the way that we're having things presented to us. Yeah. And, and this, this weekend, I went, like I said, I was on the road a lot and I didn't play with my phone very often. I can't, I get car sick, but like my father and I played games of let's see where these power lines lead and what kind of refinery is that? And it's silly, but at the end, I, the only thing I used my phone for was to Google if we were right. And when we weren't, we laughed about it and kept trying to figure it out. But those types of experiences going, oh, well, shit, I was wrong, but still spending all that time looking at what these could be is part of that logical learning process. It's part of stepping out of just what we're being led to look at. That's part of learning that critical thinking and the ability to say, no, fuck you. This is, this is exactly what it means when you see that meme where it's like return to monkey. That's, that's, this is exactly what that means. Okay. when you return to a normal life of humanity and human respect, you know, for both yourself and others, you remember that when you see something that intrudes on your values. Now, uh, these are your values, values that were instilled upon you by your, your family, you know, your, your peers um, or your local culture. Something comes in and intrudes on that. and you, It makes you go, what the fuck? You know, like it, it's just not normal information. It's different, you know. But now that we're like, you can see. 500 and I, I i see people who do this at work you know i, I work I, like i said I, I'm, I'm a labor i work with my hands i work in a factory 
Uh, I've done a lot of assembly line work. It's very repetitive, droning shit. So people listen to music and watch movies and do all kinds of crazy shit. And, uh, but you know, like I see people who are there working or like on their break, they're just scrolling through reels. That is all they fucking do for eight to 10 hours is scroll through reels. So they have in that eight hours, they may have experience. What, what is that? Fucking eight times 60, uh, fucking 48, 480. They've experienced 480 different topics. <laughs> There is no way that they can possibly keep track of all that information and hold a solid opinion on it. So now what is happening is, and I know they're taking advantage of it. You know, people will say they're not because they're their chosen politicians, they're their saviors or what have you. They won't believe it, that they're taking advantage of this shortened attention span to pass this bogus information to you uh, or, or highly fucking biased information to you knowing that you're going to soak it up. Sorry, Alan, I was like stepping over you a bit there. I feel like you have something burning to get out. Uh, I, I did. You, you kind of hit some stuff, but basically here's the thing is uh, we need to reject modernity and embrace tradition to a lot of stuff. Um, I grew up without a cell phone until I got in high school. And even then, I could really only call or text people if I had to hit a button a bunch of fucking times just to hit one fucking letter. Um, Alan, Alan had what is called a pager. I didn't I actually never had a pager, never oh, had a pager. I okay. had I had a basic flip phone as my first one, and it wasn't even mine. My mom let me borrow her phone during the day and <laughs> so my to mom contact my friends. And then I downloaded a bunch of fucking ringtone songs and didn't realize I charged her like $200 to fucking download like <laughs> 20 ringtone songs. Um, I did that with my best friend in text messages. We learned real quick. Those are not unlimited at the beginning. Yeah. But my point is we grew up in a time where we didn't have constant connection with everybody everywhere. We had to focus on who we were around at that time. And we were very focused on who we wanted to hang out and be around at that point, too. When I went skateboarding with my friends, I had very specific people I called on the house phone. Hey, you guys want to meet up here? Let's go do this. Rode my back, rode my bike with my backpack and my skateboard tied to that. We all met up. Or when I got old enough to drive a fucking car, we did that. I got fucking subs in my car and good speakers so we could open up my car doors and have music while we were fucking skateboarding behind a fucking Kroger or a Big Bear or some shit like that. And we had fucking fun. And we fucking bled. We got hurt. We had a lot of fucking fun. People don't do this anymore. They're so worried about everybody else because they're so focused on what they see online. These these propaganda machines are posting these titles, these articles, and everything on social media, everywhere else. If you get out, and I guarantee you, if you go knock on the 20 doors closest to you for your neighbors, and you have a sit-down conversation with them, you're going to realize all the shit they're saying online, all this conquer and divide bullshit that they're trying to prove to you every second of every day is not real. 
And they wouldn't try to be posting it every second of every day if it wasn't real to begin with. They're trying to make you think that to make you hate people that live right next to you that you should be loving and leaning on to help you with your life. They're isolating us. They want to isolate you. And the only answer to that is to say, hour off a lot of times. Go talk to people in the real life. Go talk to your neighbors on what you can farm and or grow in your garden next year together and help each other out. Go see what people need. Go just learn to love people again. Say, hey, let's go to the park together. Winter's coming. Hey, can we get our kids in this whole neighborhood together? Go sledding when the first big snow happens. These little kind of things they've tried to take away from us so hard. And the best way to fight back is just to fucking live and love people again. And I cannot stress that enough. I really can't. If you learn to love the people in your neighborhood and your community, the people around you, and stop listening to everything that's being spoon-fed to you on media, and especially that little black fucking thing in your fucking pocket that is just trying to divide you from everybody or people that actually love you and care about you. You're going to be so much happier. And that's what we stop them. It's mass noncompliance on a mass scale. And this is the way we bigger mass scale than we've ever probably thought of before. But this is what needs to happen. We all need to drop our phone out of our pocket put it in the fucking drawer for at least a couple hours out of the day, if not half the fucking week or turn it back into fucking just flip phones again. I'm honestly, I've really been thinking about getting a flip phone again. I'm going to get that jitterbug and and just go back to that and and have a tablet for anything, social media that I need because it's just, it's gotten to the point that it's overwhelming everybody It's clouding our consciousness to a certain point that we can't step away and really be happy and be free. They're trying to bring anxiety and depression to everybody so they can control us on our thoughts of the propaganda. And the only way is to step away from what they're doing. So everything you just said, I agree with. But I think something I want to just take a second and highlight is. I think it's incredibly telling that the mass non-compliance that we need to change our country is respect, love, and caring for each other. Like, there are so many things that could be a battle for a group of people, for a nation, for a country. We've seen it all over the world with many other places. And when we break it down, majority of what's going on here is just taking care of your neighbor. Our mass non-compliance is returning to humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I think amazing and it's something we should be able to do but i also find it to be incredibly sad because it seems like such a piece that shouldn't have to be harped on so consistently from so many different areas there are so many places that are like hey respect each other so many organizations so many different underground groups that are trying that that have been labeled horrifically and all we're doing is saying hey let's just be nice to each other and try to get along so that way those that are trying to break us apart don't have that power i think that's important and also kind of sad 100% agree yep yep so moral of the story is fucking put your phone down and uh go outside fucking get some fresh air you know uh 
you put your phone down, you get rid of that stress that comes from looking at shit that's happening in society. And it is shit. A lot of it is shit. Um, I want to talk about something that's going around again. It's been going around for a while now. Fucking so. Um, no, no, oh, no. Okay. Although, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I've said it before. No glove, no love. On the, on the, I think I've said it on the show before, you know, if you're out there, uh, you know, a lot of the, the problems that are happening today, I, don't, I really don't think I need to get into the detail, could be probably avoided if you simply did not have sex. Uh, but if you're going to, uh, you should probably use protection. And, um, you know, if, yeah, like I said, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. I'm not going to be able, nobody's going to be able to fucking stop you, right? Perhaps your parents might. Um, but, uh, you know, but what I wanted to talk about before I digress too much into that is, uh, there's another video of a, um, a drag queen reading story hour to kids in school. Um, and I just want to start off by saying that I do, I do like totally understand the arguments coming from both sides. Um, I, I've said before, I'm, I'm not religious, you know, I, I, I I would call myself a Christian. A lot of Christians would call me not a Christian because I don't go to church. You know, I'll I'll put it that way to you. So um so I'm I'm sort of from the outside looking in, I guess you could say on that point. Yeah. Uh but on, on the other end of the church. Uh true. Yeah, true. Um but uh the uh the issue is it's pretty obvious here, uh, parents conservative parents are becoming outraged um and we know that in the past conservative parents have done a whole lot of really nasty shit to the point of violence um but you know how much how much freedom are we are we trying to have here uh because in my eyes the freedom to have a uh, an uncensored library available to children under the age and children in this context is anybody under the age of 18. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't care what your fucking opinion on that is. Uh, children who have not graduated from high school that are under the age of 18, right. They have not become an adult yet. Uh, presenting them with that much information, unrestricted, unfiltered could be a little dangerous, right. Um, to an under, underdeveloped mind, uh, most of the time it's fine, right? Uh, we, we've I grew up in the age of the great uh, video game censorship attempt, uh, the school Columbine, right? The video game, everybody mm-hmm. knows about the video game. Nasty shit, right? We all know it's nasty. We all condemn it. Um, but those instances are so few. You know, these kids are going to go on their smartphones anyways outside of the library and they're going to watch um, adult content, right? They're going to watch adult content. They're going to access parts of the Internet that, that, that they shouldn't be accessing. When I was when I was a kid, I figured out how to bypass my parent, the parental controls on AOL that my parents had set up. So I could go watch movies and stuff like that. They were rated R and whatnot. Um, you know, they're going to see it anyway. But 
you know, that's that's not in school, you know, and uh, they're not allowed to be on their phones in school to a certain extent, browsing the Internet willy nilly either. So why are. And now this is a public school, right? Not a private school where it's a controlled environment where everybody agrees on the curriculum. This is a public school where um, one parent is a conservative Christian and another parent may be a uh, liberal atheist. I don't know. Um, maybe they're a liberal Christian and a conservative atheist. High, high, probably super rare. <laughs> but you get the point. They both have different ideologies. Um, they both celebrate different cultures, probably. Uh, they, 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 they are from different worlds and they raise their children as such. Now, they both pay taxes, presumably, if they're going to this public school, if they're sending their children to this public school. Is it not reasonable to say that certain reading materials should not be in libraries? And if they so choose, their children should not have to be exposed to that, which goes entirely against their ideology. Now, it, you know, it, Christianity is very nuanced, right? They're, depending on how somebody has been educated as a Christian, how they are guided by their, their denomination, they may treat the subject differently. But uh, commonly, they will reference that verse in the Bible, which reads that a man, let's see, what is it? It's uh, Deuteronomy 22.5, which states, a woman shall not wear a man's garment, nor shall a man put on a woman's cloak. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord your God. So, okay, so that's, that is part of the Christian's faith. You know, whether or not they perceive that as a dress queen uh i'm sorry a drag queen being abomination or not i don't know like i said it's entirely fucking subjective to what denomination they are um so on the other hand the uh the other side believes that it's totally acceptable and their children are intelligent enough to know the difference um and they want to promote equality inclusion and diversity in their school and that's that's all that's all correct you know both both sides are substantially based in their beliefs in this example and the reason that they're based in their beliefs is because they aren't necessarily doing anything wrong against their own beliefs they are not changing their beliefs to conform they're also not being assholes until they get to the point of forcing somebody else's kids to put up with something that they don't want their kids to put up with. Right. And I think that's, what's going on here. How do we solve that? How do we, how do we solve this issue? You know, cause I, I feel like the issue can, it can continue to be pressed or we can make concessions because like I said, these are taxpayers. They're both taxpayers. They're both paying for this service, you know, one one or the other shouldn't have to leave, right? They shouldn't have to move somewhere else. 
because their child is going to a public school that has a curriculum they disagree with. Voluntary association tells us that people can move away. But it's called a voluntary association for a reason. And that's because it's voluntary and not involuntary. If you're like trying to coerce somebody to leave or you're marginalizing them. You see where I'm going with this here? It, it's a double-edged yeah, no, sword. For sure, for sure. And I think it forced and foremost when you said uh, women can't wear men's clothes, right? Um, all my ex-girlfriends ever that I ever had, can you please bring back my fucking hoodies? You can't wear that shit, bitch. <laughs> it's ours. Once you give it, it's ours. It's just the facts. No, I no, have. I, no I didn't facts. give. I didn't give any of them. They were fucking stolen. All right. Um, second, this comes down, I think, to that you know child tax credit that we need to make sure that no matter who you are, whether I think there's a lot of us that want to homeschool out there, right? We really want to homeschool. We just don't have the ability to. I don't have the ability to with my job, my wife's job, everybody else's job. This is what people say all the time. Like, we just can't do it. Like, we're, we're too bogged down. We don't have the time. We can't put the effort into it. But they want to make sure that their kids are getting the education in the way that they want and, and in the style they want, too. And there's nothing against that. There's basically like choosing a college, right? If you choose a college, you're choosing a style of education that you want your kids to have or that they want to have. So having a child tax credit where the money follows the kid as it fucking should, we're the one paying the taxes. There's no reason why it shouldn't follow my fucking child to begin with. That fixes it. Opens up a free market. Then we now have a bunch of schools that can pop up and do things. We already have a very strong charter school base around this country, whether it be online or in person. But this would offer more options, more growth opportunity, and more new growth opportunity for new places to pop up. I think that's the only way to really get around this kind of subject. Uh, not everybody's religious. Not everybody's Christian. Not everybody's Jewish. Not everybody's this. You know, I, I fucking, I praise Thor and I, you know, routinely, um, you know, drink scotch and, and bourbon in his honor. Uh, that's my fucking religion. That's what I do. And it's more of a, I'm a fucking atheist guy. Sorry, I'm agnostic atheist. Um, but that's just how it is. We shouldn't be basing religion stuff off this. We should let have the free market provide the options for everybody and let the money follow the kid the way it should. If you are going to offer the money to be at home to the parents for the child, if they do homeschooling, then why would the money not follow the child for any other schooling? I agree. And um, just kind of talk about what you were saying about making the chance to move or you can do that or change schools. Um, uh, three years ago, we, my husband and I back, packed up our two kids and we moved 1400 miles away. We were unhappy with the way the schools were going. We were unhappy with the regulations and everything. And we decided that for our children to be able to go to a school we wanted to and the style we did, we picked up and packed up everything. My husband left the state he was born in and we moved 1400 miles across this country so we could be in a place that we felt aligned better with the way we wanted our kids to be raised. Nobody helped us make that move. There was no 
you know, we said, this is why we are leaving. We told the schools, we went to a lot of, you know, meetings to try to change these things, said, you're going to lose students doing this. Nobody gave a shit. So we packed up and we left and I'm incredibly happy with where we are, but not everybody is going to be able to, or frankly have the guts to buy a house sight unseen 1400 miles away and go for it. Fucking nailed it. And yeah, most people don't have the balls to fucking do that metaphorical balls, right? Um, yeah. which metaphorically, Rachel, you have gigantic balls. Just want to say that. <laughs> well, seriously, thank you. seriously, I mean that in the most complimentary way possible because people out there need to know that um, if they fucking cross you, you're going to knock them the fuck out and you won't be fucking scared of fight. And you're going to be right, right there in the face of intimidation and never back down. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Rachel, <laughs> She's a force of nature to reckon with. Watch out if you're not in her good side. Um, so for, yeah, to move across the country like that, do that, especially with your kids, sight unseen, go for it. It's amazing. And fucking compliments to the big fucking balls you and your entire fucking family had for that. It's amazing. And it shows yeah. the willingness that, or the, the hoops, I should say, and the hurdles that people are willing to jump through just to get their family in a place where they're getting the education that they want, that they desire, they deem correct. Yeah. We just picked everything up because we weren't happy. I mean, I'll be pretty honest. We were in Washington state and they were, they closed down all the schools and they had the six feet perimeter crap and the masks. And my kids were crying because they're doing the online and they wanted to see their friends and they hated being at home. And I did all of kindergarten for my oldest by myself for homeschooling. And it was miserable absolutely miserable. And then we're getting ready to go back. And they said they were going to, they were discussing making the shots as part of their um, school shot program. And with everything that had been going on, mm. we said, no. And we picked up and we, we laid out a state of the United States. And we said, what states do we already know we want to get rid of? And we just, I mean, we went right down the West coast and just none of these similar to the East coast, none of these. And we just worked our way in and we ended up picking a state we'd never been to, we'd never seen, we bought a house and we moved. Well, you know, if Ohio was real, I bet you guys probably would have picked that, but. <laughs> we looked, we looked, my mother-in-law comes from the imaginary place of Ohio, but you know, it just didn't line up. Yeah. Yeah. Robin yeah. and I live in a place outside of time. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah, we're just, yeah, right outside of there. Yep. Just, just hovering, floating in space, like uh, sort of like uh, the Watcher. You know, we can't necessarily interact with the real world, but we can see it go by. And uh, you know, that that's fucking life in Ohio. Yep, simple life. Yep. Yeah. Or, or he, he remains. <laughs> Got to protect the sacred timeline. That's right. Yep. And speaking of the timeline, we are unfortunately running out of timeline on the anti-politics timeline podcast uh you know we had a good time today talked about some serious shit um looking forward to getting with you next week again on monday for some more anti-politics rachel do you have any closing thoughts um don't be afraid to take the jump our mass non-compliance can be easy as respect and love. And I think these things are stuff we just need to start doing and stop discussing. Fucking mm. full send. Fucking no yes. lift shift. When in doubt, throttle out. 
fucking sender bud l turn baby um yeah i fucking love it that gets my uh my liberty jazzed all up uh, if you guys know what i mean um but i I do want to say too closing out uh that next week will be a first i will not be on the episode it will be rob and rachel only I will be uh, on vacation, so you guys will get to have a fantastic episode with them. Um, I'm really excited to actually listen to an episode that I'm not on because I don't listen to episodes that I am on very often, if ever. I think I've listened to like two or three before. So um, I'm going to be tuning in myself next week for the first time ever. Nice. Well, yeah, it'll be Rachel and I. We'll be holding down the fort and uh, we'll still be here ready to fucking kick some ass. So when you come back, Alan, the fucking seat will be warm. I appreciate it. No problem. I appreciate bud. it. Just and, make uh, sure you be safe out there. Yeah. Well, I will be in Florida. So, you know, watch out for Florida, man. <laughs> I was going to say, watch out for Florida, man. Watch out for the fucking, fucking swamp puppies. They got down there too. Uh, no, I'm, I'm taking my pistol head. with me. Try taking my pistol with outside. me. I got locked outside in Florida. And I couldn't get back in. I thought I was going to die from the heat. I, I swear I was just going to be a puddle on the ground. I was like looking oh. in the window out of desperation. Oh, I'm going to say it. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> Well, thankfully, this time of year, it's not too bad. It's like a high 70s for every single day next week is what it's projecting right now. So, Oh, that's perfect. Uh, I just got to watch out for swamp puppies and Florida man. Um, and what was that? What was that fucking shit that Florida men were getting? All cr- Florida man on bath salts. That's what I got to watch out. Wasn't for. that like the original Florida man that came out way back when? That everybody thought it was like a zombie. Uh, yep. Uh, well, like I mean, eat somebody's face before, off, but that's that's where it got really weird, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's and, and for those of you that for those of you that travel by by plane, it's very easy to take your pistol and stuff with you if you have the right stuff. Um, don't feel like you can never travel without having what you need to protect yourself. Uh, look into it. Just do a simple Google search. You can do it. Maybe a hundred and fifty dollar investment at most at most to be able to take care of yourself and your family while you're on vacation, anywhere you go. Uh, just, you know, make sure you look at the laws that, you know, don't recognize certain things and and know what you're getting in for to a certain extent. Myself, I believe constitutional carry exists everywhere. So. Yeah. You're going to see when you're, yeah, you're going to have to get something that's uh, like a TSA case uh yep. to, to the best of my knowledge if you are traveling with your firearm with a lock that is not a tsa lock see a tsa lock they have a special key that can open all the tsa locks on luggage and other cases that are locked that when you fly by plane in case they have to inspect them you want to have that tsa lock on the box or the locker whatever because if you don't, and they have to inspect it, and if you're traveling with a firearm, you should just expect them to. You should expect them to inspect it. They will break it open, and when they cannot lock it, they will confiscate your firearm. 
And then they will have you come into their office and you'll miss your flight. Or when you get there, you'll be late to the hotel. You'll miss the shuttle, whatever. It's going to make your whole fucking day suck. And yeah, just like Alan said, you know, we believe in, you know, natural rights, the, the ability to defend yourself wherever you go. But don't fucking put your family into jeopardy because you fucking think that you should be able to carry that gat everywhere you go, fool. That's called being okay. selfish and irresponsible to your own family. So put well, the fucking shit down for a second and have a smooth vacation. Get a Voltec life pod. That's all you need. <laughs> Voltec. Voltec. Uh, no, seriously, it's like 100 to 150 or 200 bucks, depending on which version you get. It yeah. is TSA compliant. Uh, it is just phenomenal. Like, do that. Keep your ammo separate. Got everything you need to. You just got to free, got to prep uh, all your mags and everything after you get back to the hotel once you get to where you're going. So um, make sure tech, that you're right? taking care of yourself. Like, is it spelled just like uh, like in Fallout? V A U L T E K. Yep, Baltech. Yeah, that's why yep. I laughed when you said it. Whenever somebody names that company, I just think of Fallout. Right. But, <laughs> dude, their stuff is phenomenal, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I I have no qualms with mine. I love it. Um, works great and super easy to go through the airport with it. Really is. Well, all right, y'all. Until next time, you better be drinking your fucking water. Drink your fucking water. Better be doing your dry fire training. Every dry day. fire that shit. And you better be doing some kind of activity, whether it's walking, running. Lifting weights, lifting light, lifting heavy, just staying in shape. I don't give a fuck. As long as you're doing it, girlfriend. As long as you're doing it, and uh, and you know what? Fucking cut it out with that stupid fucking obnoxious gym shit on TikTok, where you're fucking blasting people for being in your fucking shot. Shout out to Joey Swole for being base as fuck. Till next time. You have a great week. Now take care. And don't be a Karen. Do not ever be a Karen. See ya! They'll have bombs in